amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. It's 10 o'clock on Tuesday, the 22nd, and I'm here with my good friend, the great Tim McLeod, and our topic today is outfield. We will be finishing up our outfield discussion from Sunday, and Tim, I'm just uh, delighted we're getting together on a Tuesday. Yeah, this is something different. I don't, I don't think we've made... Uh... We've 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 made luncheon date on Tuesdays ever or a breakfast date. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, Timmy, I, I, I'm I'm sorry you sent out a Facebook post with uh, it. You you I thought you were joking on Sunday when you said it was at the top <laughs> top of your SUV. It's at the top of your SUV. That's just insanity. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's I'm 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 at a loss for words. That doesn't happen very often, Rich. It, but it's. it's it's, it's even hard to make out shapes of things. Everything just yeah. looks white. Well, yeah. It, my backyard looks like a humongous loaf of bread, okay? <laughs> exactly. And I put in too much damn yeast because it's still growing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Great, yeah. So, uh, oh. I don't know, man. So, are you supposed to get more? And you were joking before. I think you were joking. Maybe not. Six more. You, the groundhogs just coming out and say you got six more weeks of winter still. Well, yeah, but up here that doesn't apply because... When the groundhog shows his mug, we still have eight more weeks in a good year. So. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, you know the groundhog says six weeks, and we call him we call him a liar. If he says less than that, we definitely call him a liar. It's wow. uh, yeah, we're not we're not under the groundhog rules up in this neck of the woods. Uh, well, speaking uh, of liar, liar, pants on fire, Timmy. We yes. had uh, I I don't I think it was good. We had the first kind of real negotiations yesterday. They met twice. Yeah, uh, I think they're meeting again today at one. I think I read. What What was your impressions after the first day here? Well, it lasted more than fifteen minutes, so that's, that's got to be a always good. It's always yeah. good. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, MLB, MLB. I guess pulled their the cuts to the minor league rosters. They pulled it off the table. I'm I'm sure they're they're proceeding and moving forward, but it's. Uh, based on what sort of made the media, it's, it seems like a very late laborious process. I don't know if it has to be, but that's the way it 
looks like it's going. But hey, you know what? At least they didn't storm out of the room 15 minutes after uh, after entering. So that's got to be taken to be a good sign. I thought it was good. The reports there was a lot of players there, uh, more than normal. So there's there's pe- and extra owners came. So that sounds like they're getting finally getting uh, serious about this. So I'm still encouraged, Timmy. I'm still very very encouraged. Well, yeah, it only took them three months. Yeah, well, that's true. But <laughs> hey, if they can get by with just maybe uh, starting a week late and mm-hmm. having to do a few extra double hitters, I'm good. Well, yeah. And- yeah, at any point in time, this can be ended. All they have to do is remove the lockout, and they can they can have a season, and they can play under the terms of the last agreement until they get rectified. I don't think anybody wants to head in that direction, but it is an option that would be better from our perspective. Oh, for sure. Than, yeah, than just backing it, uh, backing it up, and saying no go, right? Absolutely. So, because Timmy, we 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 got to get a decision soon because we've got outfield uh, finishing up outfield this week. Uh, yeah. Sunday we're doing a mock draft. Yeah, I got Sunday, started on that. The Sunday after that is starting pitching, so that's the right. six. Then we've got uh-huh. relievers that we can kill another week with, so that's the thirteenth. Sleepers, yep. we're starting to run out of content, my friend. So mm-hmm. they they need to they they need to help us. Yes, we we need some assistance, or by the time we get to April 1st, it's going to be pretty slim, isn't it? It is indeed. So, Timmy, shall we get started on, uh, on, on outfield or finish up our outfield discussion? Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good plan. I think we only have another 160 to cover. So. <laughs> yep, 160, <laughs> 162, I believe. So we did the top 30. So mm-hmm. we're on 31. Timmy, I'm just going to read off because have, we have yet to put this out on the site. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to just read 31 to 40. We start off with Kyle Schwarber. Remember him, Tim? Uh, he's a yes, free agent. I do. <laughs> uh, we talked to our Christian Yelich already at 32. Joey Gallo, Jarek Kalanick, one of your guys, Chris Taylor, one of my guys, Akil Badu, Dalton Varsho, Dylan Carlson at 38, Trent Grisham at 39, and somebody named Seiyu, Seiya Suzuki. I'm assuming it's Seiya Suzuki? Seiya, yeah. Seiya Suzuki. Seiya, it isn't so. <laughs> so, um, any concern that Schwarber's not signed yet? We don't know where he's going to play, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, not really. I think he's going to, he's going to, he's going to do what he does and that's hit for power. So, you know, I'm, I'm not too concerned where, uh, where Kyle uh, Schwarber lands. He's, he's going to give you a good shot at 30, 35 home runs. I agree. This might be the, this might be the last year he plays that he's eligible at outfield though. I would assume it's first base DH. Yeah. I have a, I have a feeling that, uh, the NL might suit him really good with the additional uh, utility uh, DH spots that will be opening up uh, once this uh, collective agreement is uh, ratified. I yeah, I think it helps him and these yeah. guys that are really DHs. So I mean, it's yep. funny. It, it's funny, Timmy. When you people like hardcore baseball old guys, right? Uh, mm-hmm. All they cared about was. You can't have a DH. You, you, excuse me. You have to have the DH. I'm sorry. We can't. Uh, we can't put the DH in the National League. 
It's going to mess up everything. And you know what? I haven't heard any of that in the last couple of years, and it just seems to have gone away. Uh, there's there's still a core out there okay, that, well, I, that aren't I, happy, but it's a very small core. How is that? Yeah, I mean, I guess the media. I guess I was talking more in the media. I haven't seen an uh, okay. article discussing, you know, the how awful the DH is going to be. And, and, and to me, 15, 20 years ago, when there was just early discussions about moving the DH to the National League, I mean, it was like, oh, I mean, the traditionalists went crazy. And some yeah, of the writers... Yeah, it was it, blasphemous to even bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now boy. it's just, okay, let's do it. So well, I think that, I think that's all good. I think it is, too. Yeah, let's, how, how many times do you want to see a pitcher stand there with a bat on his shoulder and take three strikes? Or attempt yeah. to bunt. Yeah, you know, it's... Or hurt themselves running to first base and lost for six weeks. Well, yeah. I, uh, I'm i just trying to think of the pitcher who dove back uh, oh, oh, a few weeks ago. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee. Uh, oh, he was he was having a great season, too. And his yeah. career is, has never been the same. No, he jammed his shoulder and it's all over. And... You're right. It's a shame. It really is. So uh, at number 33 is Joey Gallo. And I think your your write-up is spot on. The move to the Yankees proved to be disappointing. I think everybody, you and me included, thought that, oh, my gosh, he's just going to go off hitting home runs because the swing is perfect for Yankee Stadium. And and it didn't happen. Well, no, it didn't happen. But I don't think that changes the fact that it could I agree, you and know, I, we, I applaud we, you for putting him 15 slots early because I think he could go off. Well, yeah, and, you, you know, uh, how do we take – let's let's face it, moving moving to the Bronx Zoo is it's – it's a different that's, that's experience. Mean. That's mean, Tim, Bronx okay, Zoo. Okay, okay. That's mean. Okay. As, as, yes. As, as, I'm now in New Jersey slash New York, and, and I, when I get back to North Carolina, Bronx Zoo is funny. But up here it's mm-hmm. mean, Tim. Okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm over it you over it yeah, <laughs> we no, can move I'm, on. I'm just teasing all right so yeah I so know. keep going joe uh, so at, at, yeah. in the bronx did he just get overwhelmed by the moment i i i think so it's you know uh it's a different environment it it really is and it's one that joey gallo is not familiar with yeah. and i i i think uh, I think that was part of the problem. Uh, you know, Joey Gallo is is going to struggle to break the Mendoza line, but I think there's a 40 home run bat there, I and I, I I can't I understand why why people have downshifted on him, but how much of that is purely recency bias? I don't think he's reached the point where his career is at the stage where there's going to be a huge fall-off. I think he is who he is, and we'll see it this year. And I think he's one of a handful of players that's got 40 home, home run potential. I totally agree with you. I, I think it's one of those, when we were doing the prospects, know your parameters. You know who Joey Gallo is. You know that as he gets older, the bat speed will slow down, so he could even fall further below the Mendoza line. So there is that risk. But at right. Yankee Stadium, as a lefty, I mean, if he just... Has a normal season, he's going to hit forty to forty-five home runs. Well, yeah, it's and and you know when you when you look through some of the rankings where there's a rather large discrepancy, so much of that discrepancy is recency bias. Mm-hmm. And you know 
we'll see that as we get down to like Dalton Varsho. Mm-hmm. Everybody is hot on Dalton Varsho, okay? Uh, he hasn't done it yet, has he? Uh, what am I missing here? Uh, I think there's a lot of risk in that pick. Uh, you know, you, you could end up with... What, what was the stat line last year? Dalton Varsho. Uh, uh, my super hyperspeed computer will pull that up in just a second. His stat line last year was 11 homers. Okay. 38 RBIs, six stolen bases, a 246 batting average. Now, he finished the year a lot stronger than he started. Uh, definitely no doubt about that. But, you know, we're looking at 284 bats. I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready to take the risk on, on an unproven because the way Varsha was sitting right now, He's going off the board in, where are we here, uh, the seventh round. Yeah, but you're going to draft him to be your catcher, not to be in the outfield. Right, that, that you are. But in the seventh round for a catcher? Yeah, it's early. It's, now, now the, it's counter, early, yeah. the counter argument, Timmy, he is fast. There's no question about it. Um, yep. He strikeout the walk rate is reasonable, 21% strikeout rate, 9% walk yep. rate, league average. I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And the 11 home runs and six stolen bases in 95 games with uh, with showing progress at the end, I mean, I think that's what people get excited about, and they can dream well, sure. on a 2020 season. Well, exactly. That's exactly what people are are dreaming on. And who knows? He could do it. But do I want Dalton Varsho in round seven, or do I want I want Omar Narvaez in about round fifteen? Let me ask you a question. Let's say he goes yep. twenty twenty with a two sixty five batting average and still retains catcher eligibility for next season. Where is he ranked on your catchers? Automatic top three. So which is, I think, which is why he's going so high, because that's well, what yeah. people think that could happen. But we've all well, been disappointed. <laughs> how many how many catchers have gone 2020? I, I can't imagine one. very many. Just, one. just, just Pudge, Pudge Rodriguez did. Oh, it that's once, right. That's right. We've had that. Yeah. Discuss, yep. Yeah, uh, at, at number 34 is Jared Kalanick. Tim um, oh. got better as the season wore on, was absolutely brutal on his first call up. I think he's got to mm-hmm. be better next season. Or this coming season? Uh, I think he's going to be a lot better. Uh, I think uh, think you can bank on 20 home runs. I think you can bank on 10 to 15 stolen bases. And he won't have a batting average under 200. Yeah, I think if he has a batting average under 200, he's in the minor leagues. Well, yeah, there's, there's a problem, yeah. Yep. A big one. And I, I like what I saw in the second half. And, you know, uh, Let's hope when you get to, uh, and it's not reflected in the NFBC rankings, but let's hope when you get to your draft, more people are remembering the first couple months as compared to the last couple. Yeah. Akil Badu, Timmy, you like him four better than where he's going in the NFBC. Yeah. He's kind of the kid that came out of nowhere. I think the yep. concern, of course, is that it was just a mirage. I mean, he did strike yeah. out 26.5% of the time, uh, but he had 13 home runs, 18 stolen bases. 124 games. He really started mm-hmm. to come on as the season progressed. 
I think it's the building blocks, Timmy, for a guy who could be a full-time regular and be a pretty good fantasy player. Yeah, I I totally agree, and that's why I have him ranked so high. I I like the power-speed combination. I think he's going to build on last year. And looking at the Tigers' outfield, I I don't think there's anybody that's going to challenge him right now for at bats. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know, even if he does get off to a little bit of a slow start, I think uh, I think Detroit's going to be sticking with him. He's a good defender too, so I I, I would mm-hmm. think they would. I. Look, I I think he's Cedric Mullins. I think he's got he's in the mold of Cedric Mullins, a undersized guy with lots of skills, crazy bat speed. He's fast. It feels like Cedric Mullins to me. Well, and I the only the only thing I hope is that he beefed up big time in the off season, and I hope that doesn't become a problem. Yeah. We've seen it in the past, but there's there's no reason to assume it will be. But man, he's chiseled. He, yeah. Like, wow, he's he's in he's in good shape. So, Tim, um, let's see, where are we at with time here? We're at the sixteen minute mark. I'd like you to spend a minute and a half. I'm going to give you the floor. Say, you Suzuki, what can we expect assuming he signs? A minute and a half. Well, that's all you Jeez. get. <laughs> harsh, <laughs> harsh. <laughs> Anytime. The floor is yours, Timmy. I mean, why do you you like him so much? Why are you so excited? Why should fantasy managers get excited? Why should people people drafting bump him up two or three rounds to make sure you get him on your team? Well, because he's got quick hands. Uh, He's got a career 400-plus OBP. Uh, He can hit for power. He's fast. He won't steal a ton of bases, but he'll get you probably double digits worth. Uh, and I personally believe he is the best bat that we've seen come over from Japan since Hideki Matsui. Possibly Ichiro. Wow. Kid's got a lot of talent. A lot of talent. You're not saying he's, he's Ichiro, though, right? I'm not saying he's Ichiro. No, I'm just saying that when you look at, you know... We've seen a lot of pitching come over from Japan that has been very successful. We haven't seen that same level as far as the bats are concerned. Uh, And I think when you start looking at the bats that we've seen come over, the only two that have, you know, exceeded or met expectations were those two. Ichiro and Matsui. And I think Suzuki can be added on to the mini Mount Rushmore of Japanese bats that have had success in North America. He's just a good player. I'd be very, very, very surprised if he doesn't succeed and perform very well at the major league level. There you go, guys. You've heard it from the great Tim Club. That is your PSA. Tim, well that's done. That's my PSA. And uh, we're going to take a break, get back, and continue on with the list. Yeah, I already had the mic commercial already. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. 
online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. My opinion about Suzuki, I, I really don't have one. I've never seen the guy play. I've seen a couple of YouTube videos. He looks good, Tim. Uh, the hype is, uh, to buy in the hype or not, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to wait to see what uh, what comes out of him. I trust you, so I will jump early in the line to draft him. But there is a part of me that says I'm not buying it. <laughs> it's because I've been burned too many times with these Japanese players that have come over. But I hear you. Yeah. I hope he is different. I trust you that he's going to be different. So I'm all in as well. There's no guarantee, guarantees, Rich, none whatsoever. And... But, but I do reserve the right to crucify you. If if in the beginning of August he's hitting 213 with three home runs, I have, I have the right to lay you out on this podcast. Agreed? Uh, I have no problem. I'm expecting it, okay. And I'm not. I'm not expecting it in August, okay. I'm expecting it in mid-April. Mid like, who is this guy? Why is he in the minor leagues, Tim? Exactly. Exactly. I. Yeah. I. I'm, I put it this way. I, I'm. I'm setting myself up here for a. Uh, for huge repercussions should this not work according to plan, uh, right? Yeah, we all trust you. Uh, we all trust you, Tim. So you're gonna you're gonna be right. I, I'm I'm hoping he comes over and is dynamite. I I mean I think the baseball community wants another great player. So let's let's hope he is at least eighty percent of what you think he's going to be. I think it'd be great. Yeah, and if he's eighty percent, you're going to get yourself twenty plus home runs, ten stolen bases, and. <laughs> Close to a 400 OBP, 385 OBP. Wow. Wow. Big player. Big player. Yeah. It, is, it is a new league, Tim. The major leagues are very, very hard. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. All right. So uh, let's, let's, it's 41 through 50 is Jesse Winker, Alex Verdugo, Hunter Renfro, Marcelo Suna, Lourdes Gurriel, Michael Conforto's at 46, Avasal Garcia is. Oh, I didn't send you the updated list. I apologize, Timmy, because um, I've got the, I've got the the rounds correct now. Andrew Benatendi, Adolis Garcia, and Robbie Grossman. Jesse Winker, you've got eleven slots. Uh, you've got him ranked forty-one. His ADP, according to the NFBC, is sitting more as a thirtieth outfielder off the board. Why do you have him push down a little? Well, uh, again, I, I think that's a product of recency bias. You know, if you take a look, you go back to 2018, he had 281 at-bats, 338 and 19, 149 in 2020, 423 last year. He had a good season, but not good enough yet for me to 
to bump him up into the range that the NFBC folks uh, are taking him in. Now, he could be a huge riser come next year. I'm just not ready to make that commitment right now. Well, he showed tremendous power at the beginning of the season. In fact, I think Mm -hmm. like in May he was leading the league in home runs, and it was a little off the charts. Mm -hmm. Then he got hurt. Uh, and then we he didn't play much in the second half, and that seemed to be the problem with Winker. So I, I don't know. Was the first half a mirage? Could have been. Yeah, I, I'm just not fully sold. Like I said, I, I, I think he definitely has skills. I'm just not as bullish, bullish as the NFC folk. So let me ask you a question. So Verdugo was next. Um, as a kid that I know you were pretty high on last season. 604 plate appearances, 146 games, 13 home runs, 6 stolen bases, 88 runs, 63 RBIs. It was good. Is Did you expect more? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I, was, I was a little disappointed. I thought we were going to see 15 to 20 home runs, and I thought we were going to see double-digit stolen bases, or at least 8 to 10, you know, a little bit more than the 6. So, you know, the batting average is great. He's going to score a pile of runs. It's just whether or not we see the the power and speed move up a little bit of a that that extra little notch. And I haven't given up on him yet, so I'm I'm going to hope that it comes this year. When he was coming through the minor leagues, Tim, I, I, the the my write up on him, if you go back and read it, was always a kid that could hit. And we're looking mm-hmm. at a pretty impressive strikeout rate and, and a decent yeah. walk rate, right? So it's, he makes good contact. The question has, right. has always been and it continues to be, will the power ever develop? Because it's a fairly flat swing. I always thought it could, that he could hit 20 yeah. home runs. Um, mm-hmm. But he might be Nick Markakis, like a really good hitter, but not yep. a ton of secondary skills. Yeah, one year he hits 25 to 30 home runs and – that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it'll be one big year in there. He's still young enough that I, I think we can see some improvement there. But again, if, if we don't see something this year, he's probably going to slide down the rankings a little bit. Another one of your favorites, Timmy, and I think you draft him every season at least once one league, and that is Michael Conforto. Uh, hurt a lot last year, now as a free agent. What can we expect from him this season? Uh, hopefully a little <laughs> health being, hopefully we see health. Hopefully, I, I, I think the odds are pretty good that he's one of those players we'll see get a a one-year deal. Hmm, interesting. And, and he'll have to prove it. He, he's 28, just turned uh, in, yeah. uh, March. in January. So he, yeah. So oh, sorry. His birthday March. is March 1st, so he'll be 29 uh, next week. Yeah, I always get I, – I really like it when people are born after the 9th or the 10th. It makes it easier to determine which is the first two. I get the first two numbers mixed up all the time. Oh, Month oh. Right. That's, well, Europeans, That's they do it. January. Yeah, the Europeans do it the opposite. Well, I don't know if a lot of people know that. When you go to Europe, I don't know if it's the same in Canada. It's uh, – they, they flip the uh, month and day around. So. Yeah, uh, most of ours are day, month, year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, I know where, from where you come, from uh, the concerns that you have. But I think last year, even with the Mets, 125 games, the power wasn't there. But he was hurt most of the season. Strikeout to walk mm-hmm. ratio was there. You're making, if you take a look at his hard hit rates, they were still there. Yes. I, I think he's still a player. No speed. 
no speed, but you know, you you look back from what 2018 mm-hmm. on or 2017, 27 homers, 28 homers, 33 home runs, uh, hit hit nine and 202 at bats in the shortened season, and then last year he missed the time. So I think he got 25 to 30 home runs, home runs sitting there, and mm-hmm. you know, depending on where he lands. 85 RBIs, it's still a good player. Uh, I just don't think that coming off last season and as a free agent, I don't think he's going to get the deal that he was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I think he might have to take a one-year deal, reestablish value, and go back into free agency. Agreed. So Dolas Garcia, Timmy, will always be in my fantasy Hall of Fame. He won me money. Yes. Uh, he was yep. a guy that I had, I think, in nearly every league, and I for the first four months out of the season, Timmy, he was absolutely money until they ran yep. out of gas. The league figured him out. I don't know what what's what, but would it surprise you if by July he's in the minor leagues? No, it wouldn't. Me either. I I I, <laughs> so. yeah. I, I, I think what you have with with Garcia is obviously hit 31 home runs and he stole 16 bases last year. So you got 30 home run potential. You got 15 stolen base potential. But after what we saw in the second half, you know, he's going to have to pick it up a little bit. He really is. Uh, You know, it's obvious his game has some deficiencies. The reason he was in the minors for as long as he was. And that's the hit tool. And... The, the potential range of outcomes for Garcia is extreme. You mm-hmm. could have yourself, uh, a, a, you know, double-digit power and speed. You could see that player in the minors three months into the season. We just don't know how that is going to shake down. I, I really have no idea. All I know is there's, there is a ton of risk there. There really is. Yeah, well said. Just let me add on because it's, I, I know, Tim, because I get a chance to see the numbers, the amount of people downloading our podcast always just explodes here in February and March, right? And you got a lot of people who haven't been listening to us over the winter time or shame you, on them. Uh, shame, oh, I mean, just... cause uh, you just see it to me, it, it ebbs and flows. Yeah. So they're prepping for yeah. their fantasy baseball drafts. And many of you are going to look at a, 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 a Dolores Garcia's um, stat line. You're going to get all excited. I've seen mm-hmm. so many of it's at bats, Timmy. He chases balls out of the zone. He, yeah. he, he loves a ball that is, that is in his eyes or above his head. He loves that pitch, right? He just, he cannot lay off of it. Um, so just know Tim is right. He could be a 2020 guy. He could be a 30, 30 guy. Guy's got crazy yeah. skills, but the likelihood of him, uh, be even equaling what he did last year is very, very low Tim. And again, Tim's right. If he winds up in the minor leagues, don't be surprised. I mean, that's, it's a high-risk kind of pick. So I would let him go, Timmy, if if he's going that high in the NFPC. Well, yeah, you're you're looking at a situation where you're going to be drafting him as a late three, early four outfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something happens and he doesn't meet your expectations, there's trouble. Some interesting guys in the next 10 here, Timmy. You've got Jorge Soler, who... Was he the MVP of the World Series? I know he was at the Division Series. I can't remember. I mean, he was – He, you can argue he was – besides Freddie Freeman, he was the best player 
during the last month or two of the Braves. I mean, that guy was unbelievable. Well, yeah, and you look you look at the numbers: twenty-seven homers, seventy RBIs. Now, granted, the two twenty-three batting average is a little disappointing, but uh, there's not too many balls that maybe that he doesn't like, right? He's he'll he'll swing at a lot of pitches, but you know. The numbers we're looking at are based on what 516 at bats. So there's a little bit more in there. I, I, there's a potential for a 3085 type uh, season out of. Yeah, but if you take a look at the guy who was in Kansas City versus the guy who was in the Braves, something mm-hmm. something magical happened when he got down to Atlanta. I don't know. Was it the warmer weather? Was it somebody said something? Did he correct something? I don't know, Timmy. But he was phenomenal. I, I can't can't count on repeating. I don't think. Can you? Well, uh, if you go back to 2019, he did hit 48 home runs. Correct. He did indeed. Drove in 117. So, you know, if you say to me there's no way he's going to hit 40 home runs, I'm going to say he's already done it. Doesn't he he have, you know, doesn't he own that now that he has accomplished that? So, yeah, it, I, he's a player that I can see, I can see taking a chance on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a number four type outfielder, if he slides that far, there you go. Because you the ups, the upsides upsides there. You heard it from the great Tim McLeod. Okay, he's a fifty one. Fifty two is Adam Duvall. Fifty three is Joe Adele. Then Alex Kirilov. Then Michael Brantley. Harrison Bader at fifty six. Eddie Rosario. And I saw something on Eddie Rosario, Timmy. I'm going to tell you, which absolutely blew my mind. Um, Kiki Hernandez at 58, Riley Green, your guy, at 59, and A.J. Pollock at 60. Joe Adele, Timmy, you've got him a little bit higher. You're still banking on him finally figuring it out with Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, I, you know, the, the kid's young, <laughs> okay? Uh, I get why, why, why he's fallen, but he hasn't turned 23 until April. Mm-hmm. He's still young. Uh, I think the skills that we fell in love with a couple of years, they're, they're still there. I, I think there's a potential for 25 to 30 home runs out of that bat. Five to 10 stolen bases and a 240, 250 batting average. Only, only time will tell, but I'm, I'm still bullish. I, I haven't seen a reason at this point in time why I'm going to downshift a lot. How's that? Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Yep, okay. I'm I'm yes. kind of there with you, Timmy. I've always been a bit of a, a fan there. 
Eddie Rosario, Timmy, and I, I was looking for the, the tweet. I think it was from Jeff Passan that okay. he's played in his home away splits uh-huh. in his career are identical, like down to the number of hits, down to the number of home runs. It is down to the stolen bases. It is absolutely bonkers to me. I've never seen that. I mean, it's exactly the same production home and away. I don't know what that means. I just thought it was crazy. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Last year, last year uh, he had seven seven home runs. Uh, he had he had a real nice run with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay, not so much with Cleveland, but uh, again, uh, another free swinger. Knock him down a peg in OBP leagues. Yep, uh, definitely. Uh, I guess one of my concerns with Rosario is once we get uh, once we get a new CBA. Where does he end up? I don't think he's going to get that long-term contract. I think he's going to be one of the one of the guys out there fighting for a one-year deal to get the best one-year deal he can. And you know, you, you take a look. Uh, you take a look at his past production. Yeah, I think you can count on twenty-five home runs, 70, 75 RBIs, and maybe. Uh, two sixty batting average. It's it, it's okay, but I I'm I just have some concerns. With, I always have with Rosario. Yeah, my I haven't I haven't changed my my thought process yet. Yeah, he stole a few more bases last year, but I, I agree with you there. But I just I just thought the I wish I could find the tweet, but I can't. But yeah. uh, it was from a it was from a, a reputable source. To, I thought that was kind of strange. Riley Green, Tim, you're you're in love with Riley Green. You got him at 59. His ADP is going at 83, which I think is a little bit for me is a little bit more realistic. Um, why are you so convinced that Riley Green is going to get enough at bats to warrant drafting him this high? Because the window is starting to open in Detroit. Uh, okay, they've made some. They've made a couple solid acquisitions this off season. Uh, one pitcher and one bat. And when I look at what Riley Green is going to be facing as far as competition, I just don't see it. I I think Riley Green, with the window starting to open, I I think the Tigers going to have him going right from day one, or very very at the latest three weeks in, which gives him 500 at-bats. And last year, he got a pinch shy of 500 at-bats, and he had 24 homers, drove in 84 runs, scored 95, and stole 16 bases with a 387 OBP. If we can get 70 to 75% of those numbers, I'll be ecstatic. And I just think the kid has the skills to perform at that level so uh, uh he's one of my early favorites for al rookie of the year wow there you go guys um i i think he needs That's a little why. bit more i think he needs a little bit more time right um, i think that spencer torkelson is i'll say it again i have riley green ranked higher than spencer torkelson uh long term i just think spencer torkelson is more ready than riley right. green and riley green is still pretty young 
and could use some more seasoning. But that's just me after watching these guys play. Um, but, yep. you know, look, you know, I, I hope he does. And I will tell you, Tim, that he and Torkelson and all these guys that don't have – that are not in Major League Baseball that are in the minor leagues, I give them a little bit of an advantage because guess what? They're in camp already. Yeah, they've already experienced a, a week of spring training. That's right. Which put, which puts to them, you know, you take a look at Riley Green, that puts him a full month ahead of Victor Reyes and Harold Castro and Willie Castro and Derek Hill. That counts. It's a fair point, Timmy. It is very. I think it's a fair point. It's something that, you know, you can work that calculus out a little bit. I mean, the Witt Juniors and uh, right. the, the Rutschmans, the Julio Rodriguez, all these young kids that are very well thought of. They're in camp, and their competitors who are have their spot and aren't very good, Chance Cisco, uh, they might lose it, Timmy, because these guys will be more ready by the time real spring training starts. Well, and you could also factor into that equation how many how many players are going to rush possibly their normal spring training regimen to be ready for a date should this thing settle quickly. And what does that do as far as contributing to potential hamstring injuries? Yada, 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 right? Absolutely. 61 through 75, Timmy. That's where we'll cut it. 61 is your guy, Lane Thomas. Then Miles Straw. Tim does not like Miles Straw. We apologize to Mr. and Mrs. Straw. Mm-hmm. Ian Happ at 63. Max Kepler. Austin Hayes. Chaz McCormick. 44 slots higher when the NBC goes. Tim is all in love with Chaz McCormick. Josh Rojas, <laughs> Kyle Lewis, Jesus Sanchez, Julio Rodriguez, the aforementioned Julio Rodriguez. Um, I've just lost oh, Mike Yaskrimski at 71. Lamont Wade, my guy. Also, Tim likes him, too, at 72. Jaron Duran, not getting a lot of uh, press. Tim also is a big fan, 27 slots higher than when he's going at the NFBC. Tommy Pham, what has happened to Tommy Pham? And then Romeo Tapia. Timmy, Lane Thomas, give me a stat line. Uh, 22 home runs, 85 runs scored, 17 stolen bases, and a 345 OBP, 270 batting average. Wow. Well, I'm bullish. Well, you should be taking them earlier then, if you think that. Well, I don't have to. That's fair. You don't have to. Yeah, you know, right now you're looking at round 17. I'll I'll move uh, in tonight's labor draft. I'll probably move him up four rounds, maybe five. Wow, wow, I love it. That's fantastic. Okay, we'll I, see. you gotta you gotta go with what you believe. But you hey, really it's do. it's your that, conviction. It's, Look, I it's I say it all the time. I love people who have convictions. You could be wrong, but I don't really care. It's like the, you believe in it. Go for it. Well, yeah, I you know. I, when you look at what the end result is tonight, uh, my rankings are going to come into play. They definitely, you know, they, they are my rankings. These, this is what I believe in, and if I believe in something, uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm going with my beliefs. I, I have to, or else I would. I wouldn't have much of a job as an analyst, would I? Timmy Miles Straw. Um... I know we've talked about him. We went over the Cleveland Indians, but I have forgotten why the venom on Mr. Straw. He is going 34th in the NFBC, which is, you know, an early third outfielder on a team is, and he's got the speed for sure. I think he's got the job, but you got him down at 62. Why? 
because that's all he's going to bring you is the speed. And okay. I'm, I am, hey, and you know what? It it could it could work out very very well for you. You know, in Cleveland last year, the OBP was solid. Uh, definitely a spike up from the three thirty nine, which is adequate in Houston. Uh, I I just have problems with drafting a player who is going to hit probably anywhere between two and five home runs. What's the difference between him and Nick, Nicky Lopez? Uh, well, I think Miles Straw is way faster than Nicky Lopez. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, but I, I mean, the same type of player. Yeah, I, I'll buy that. I mean, they both of them don't have any speed, uh, but uh, Miles Straw is significantly faster than Nicky Lopez. So, but I, I hear you. I think I think they're in the same phylum. So, I like Chaz McCormick as well. I did draft him in my draft and hold league, and I pretty bullish and I'm going on because we talked about it. We did the Houston Astros uh, profile and you were very strong on Chaz McCormick. Tell us why. Oh, I think he's got a job. I think he's, he's going to play full time. And based on what we saw last year in basically half a season, 14 homers, 50 RBIs, the batting average was 257. Uh, you know, Hey, Obviously, we'd, we'd like to see more more walks, but he's not going to be hitting at the top of that lineup. Uh, the RBIs, the home runs and the RBIs are what counts for me. And in 284 at-bats, he did very, very well. He started to move onwards and upwards in about 2019. Okay, we saw, you know, prior to that, we saw more speed than we saw power. You know, 2018, I think he had four home runs. 2019, moving moving up a level, uh, he managed to hit 14. Okay, well, uh, he equaled that last year in a lot less at bats. So I think we're seeing a nice natural progression, and I think he's going to play full time, and that counts. Last guy, well, I don't know if it's the last guy in this group, but uh, I do want to pause for a moment on Kyle Lewis. To me, if you recall, he was the 2020 uh, Rookie of the Year, correct? That is correct. Last year, he was hurt. Only got, what, 25 games? I, ha- I just had it up, and I I now put it down here. Let me see. He had, uh, yeah, the age 25, he had 36 games. And that's mm. been the problem with him. He, is, he has struggled yes. with injuries his entire minor league career. In 2020, the shortened season, he was really healthy. He's got great power, used to have good speed, doesn't anymore. But that's a good team in Seattle. And if he doesn't get off the snide well, do you think he could lose playing time? They slotted at DH at the moment, no longer the outfield. Yeah, uh, the DH is made for him. Okay, you know, he's had all sorts of knee issues. Actually, it's amazing that he has done what he has based on his medical history because, you know, but again, I, there's no doubt that the kid can play. It's just, will he play enough? And I think that has to be a rather large concern. And, you know, if at some point in time, you know, he can't prove to be able to do that. And I think he'll get every opportunity to, in fact, do it. Yeah. The Mariners could make a change there. Their window, again, their window is starting to open. If he can't stay on the field, the Mariners, 
they're going to find somebody who will, right? Agreed. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in some older players that are going to be there in case Kyle Lewis gets hurt and they've got somebody there to throw in. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they have they have anybody currently ready. Okay. Well, Taylor Trammell still has a lot of ability, Timmy. He had a yep. terrible like start to his major league career, and everybody's mm-hmm. com- got, forgotten about him, as have you, and rightly so. I'm not criticizing. That guy's got a lot of ability, though, so hopefully yeah. he can figure some things out. Well, and he's young, too. He's just turning 25 this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, you take a look at the Mariners. You know, you got Hanager in right field. Uh, you know, Kalanick's in center field. Uh, left field, uh, Jake Fraley is the placeholder. For Julio Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that leaves us a DH slot. And when you look through, you know, they could they could throw Dylan Moore in there. They could look at Taylor uh, Trammell. But when you look at Oldfield and the minors after Rodriguez, they really don't have anybody ready right now. So I... I I think there's a possibility they could look at adding another bat at some point in time. I don't – if your logic for Riley Green is you're going to see him up for from day one or very close to day one, and you think you love the, his ability to hit and with power and speed, like yeah. what's the difference between him, that situation, and Julio Rodriguez? And why is Julio Rodriguez lower than um, than Riley Green? Uh, when I look at Julio Rodriguez, I it, that is a really good question. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just think Riley Green's a little bit, bit a little bit closer to okay. being ready than Julio Rodriguez. But I still think we could see 400 bat, at bats this year from Julio Rodriguez. That cat's it, really good, man. It, like he is really, really good. I can still remember when I saw him in the Arizona Fall League, mm-hmm. and he was only like 14 at the time or something yeah. ridiculous. 17. He was the youngest player I think in the league. Yep. And he didn't look out of place. Nope. One bit. No. He he had it all, including the the swagger. So, uh, I just like Riley Green a little bit bit better because I think he's going to get more at bats this year. We see it all the time with players, Timmy. They young players. We expect a lot out of them. They come up, and only if they get a, you know, they get two weeks in the major leagues and, and don't hit four hundred, people forget about them, Timmy. And it yep. has happened with Jaron Duran. I mean, uh-huh. he he went much higher last year in drafts, and he's an afterthought. He is going as the hundredth outfielder off the board according according to the NFPC. You have him at 73. You have him as a – you should be drafting him. I agree with you, Tim. There's always the concern in Boston of playing time. Will they bring in, you know, a, a more older player to take his spot? But I think he's going to get a shot. I think he's going to get a shot as well. And, you know, all you have to do is take a look at the uh, – take a look at the minor league numbers from last year. 244 at-bats at AAA last year. 16 home runs, 16 stolen bases, 357 OBP. Uh, the kid has some serious skills, and don't forget about him coming drafty. I think Boston wants him in that outfield, and the determining factor will be how well he does in that first month. 
and I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping he can handle it and uh, end up with a full-time job and 500 at-bats. Tim, we're going to take a break, get back, and we're going to jump around the rest of the outfield and talk about random players. Sounds good. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'll lead the discussion here. Timmy, Garrett Hampson, yeah. does he get full-time at-bats? You have him at 77. The NFC has him at 73. Uh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, and he, yes, and who knows if he keeps him. It's Colorado, right? He's got the speed, Tim, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. We've been counting on him to do something for, what, three years now? Yeah, I. he's not a target of mine. I'm, Rem- there's not many targets of mine in Colorado. There really is. Ramon Lariana at 82. NFC has him going at 60. Tim is not a fan. I I think he comes back sometime in April from his suspension, correct? I think he's got a month, so I think okay. you're looking at May Yeah, first. you're looking. Yeah. Okay. 80% of a season. Well, he was good and not so good. I mean, why 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 isn't he one of your guys? Uh, because I don't have in any of my leagues, I don't have outfield assists as a counting category. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well played there. I'll give you a rim shot on that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I get the upside. I see the potential. But I also see 98 strikeouts and 341 at-bats. Okay, yeah, he's... he's uh, he attended the off-season school of... Uh, 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 what is it? Strike zone control run by Javi Baez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just swings it too much. So I don't think he'll ever see the batting average. I think losing that first month is going to hurt him a little bit. Bit, you know. I know it's it's a month, but I think that month could be six weeks before he gets. You know what I mean? Gets fully into sync. So it's just, I'm just having a hard time believing that 2019 isn't his career season. Three guys, Timmy. Uh, Tony Kemp, you like him 18 better than the NFBC. Mm-hmm. Josh Lowe, you like him 21 spots better than the NFBC. He's at 87. Kemp is at 85. And mm-hmm. ranked at number 91 is Christian Jeez. Pache, which you like him 65 
spots better than the NFC. Again, another guy who got a uh, you know a cup of coffee in the major leagues and didn't yeah. like explode, and he got destroyed in the following mm-hmm. season. Why do you like these three guys? Uh, all three of them, I, I can give you the same same old story, same old song and dance. The Aerosmith, Jim. Uh, I I just think they're off the radar. I, I think people are missing out on some opportunities. And Tony Kemp, he's going to be the leadoff bat in Oakland. It's going to be a dreadful team, but he's going to be the leadoff bat. And I think you got ten ten potential as a number five outfield. Yeah, he's, he he intrigues me, and I think a lot of people are just missing out on the fact that he's going to be an everyday player in Oakland this year. Josh Lowe, Tampa Bay is stud. Tampa Bay is going to move Kevin Kiermeyer somehow, <laughs> some way. Maybe Austin Meadows. They're going to find room this year for Josh, Josh Lowe. And, and yeah, like you said, he's Rich, one of my guys, man. He's one of my guys you. to click. I I don't own him. I don't own, I don't roster him anywhere, and I'm really bummed about it. I would. Yeah. I might. I might just do another draft just to make sure I get him on a team, <laughs> just because I want to watch his at bats. Yeah. I'll hold a spot in that 20-team for you, Jose. Uh, no. <laughs> That's uh, too hard for me. Christian Pache. He, okay, he's currently uh, – I have him at 91. Okay, in, in a 15-team in a league, you need 75 starting outfielders. To, to break camp and start the season, Christian Pache is going to have a, a full-time slot in the outfield. How can you rank somebody at 156? Who's got a full-time job? Unless you totally believe he can't play baseball, other than the the defense. And I, I think there's more there than what we've seen. And I'm, I'm not suggesting that you move Christian Pache up, you know, up into your top 75, 70. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the same point in time, I think he's going to have a job. And I think the kid has some skills. So to rank him... At 156, or his current NFBC rankings, basically what people are saying is he's not going to, he's not going to be a factor at all. And anybody with a full-time job has the potential to be a factor, right? Charlie Blockman, Tim, uh, used to be a first-round draft pick just a few years ago, and he's 95, the NFBC's got him at 66. Yes. Over, under 15 home runs. Under. Wow. Okay. No, no, no need to go any further than that. <laughs> that was a quick answer. Uh, <laughs> there was no hesitation. No hesitation. <laughs> None. All right, there you go. There you go, everyone. This is the this is Tim, who is an, an incredible fantasy player. No hesitation on the player. Dom Smith at ninety eight. Does he get any at bats and for the Mets at all? Well, it's. Uh... Yeah, they're they're starting they're starting to follow the other New York team in <laughs> in the dis- dysfunction category. Mm-hmm. You know they 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 brought in starting Marte, great. They brought in Edward Eduardo Escobar, great. But they still have JD. You doing your Tony the Tiger impression there, Tim? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little frosted and I ain't a flake. How's that? <laughs> okay, well played. <laughs> uh, no, there's a lot of moving parts there, uh-huh. and I can't right now with what we know be overly bullish on Dominic Smith. Yeah, it, I'd, I'd be a bit more bullish if they didn't have to keep Robinson Cano around. <laughs> 
and yeah, maybe they'll eat that contract. I doubt it. There's too much money there. So, you know, Cano's penciled into the DH slot. You know, Smith's a lefty, as is, as is Cano. I think he's just going to struggle for at-bats. His best, his best situation would be to get out of New York. Victor Robles still has name recognition, Timmy, but yes. does he over under 400 at-bats? I'm going to go over. Really? Wow. It's a good outfielder. He's a good defensive outfielder. Mm-hmm. What else? I, I, I think where the Nats are in their in their rebuild is, you know, they've got a lot of they got a lot of players that they've got to sort out, and they've got to get some answers. Okay, they're not a contending team, not anywhere close. But they've got some really nice chips, and you know, Juan Soto and Josh Bell and. Cabert Ruiz. What they've got to do this year, I think, is they've got to get a. They've got to determine how players like Carter Kiboom and Victor Robles are going to fit into their long-term plans. So I think they will give those players a fair shot at earning every day at bats. And I still hold out hope for Victor Robles, not so much on Carter Kiboom, but I think Washington has to give these kids a shot. Yeah, and and and, 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 to, and to, I agree with you. And to double down on Victor Robles, he, Timmy, poor guy. I mean, I say poor guy. I mean, he, this was a kid that had star potential when he was coming through the minor leagues. Oh. Uh, he hit his first year of arbitration, Timmy, signed for one point two five million dollars, mm-hmm. and which is a lot of money. I get it, but I mean, from a baseball standpoint, that's it's it's barely there. Arbitration two is next year. If he doesn't. Um, if he doesn't do something, he's gone. I mean, this is it. This is his year. Yeah. This is his year to do something. He's still yeah. relatively cheap. I can remember watching him in the Arizona Fall League. Mm-hmm. Okay, prior to his uh, his rookie campaign in Washington, and you know when he hit the seventeen home runs, and stole was twenty eight bases. Uh, man, he looked like a player, an up and coming player. And when I saw him in the Arizona Fall League. He looked all the all the equal of Ronald Acuna. He, yeah. he looked really, really good, and to see the collapse that we've seen over the past two seasons for me personally is shocking. It really is. It, I agree, and uh, he just he can't lay off pitches. To him. He experience the strike zone, and and he actually and it's a, it's a shame because Washington does a really good job at developing players. He could really use a change of scenery and just a different approach. Somebody trying to tweak something because it's just not working. Yeah, I would be very, very surprised if we if he equals that 2019 season. That might be his that might be his career year. But at the same point in time, if he can figure out a way to limit those strikeouts a bit. He could also exceed that. The kid has talent. There's no doubt in my mind. He's, but he's reached a stage in the program, like you said. You know, when it comes to arbitration, etc., he's got to start. He's got to deliver this year. It's as simple as that. Um, Brennan Davis, Tim, 115 going in the NFC at 139. I, I don't think he's quite 
as far along as Riley Green or as far along as Julio Rodriguez, mm-hmm. but he's kind of in the team picture of next great young players coming up. Is there something sneaky good there that people should be interested in? Yeah, the, the, there's a few things. Number one, I, I like the skills. I, I like them a lot. I think Brendan Davis is going to be a very, very good player. And the other thing I like a lot is uh, Rafael Ortega, Ian Happ, Jason Hayward, and Harold Ramirez. I At some point in time this year, I think they're going to give this kid a good chance uh, and, a, and a shot at winning a, a full-time job. Now, I think he's a bit behind some of the players we've mentioned earlier, uh-huh. but I think there's a potential for 300 at-bats there, a full half season. And I think you're going to want him on your team okay? to see how that half season shakes down. I, 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 I like your thinking. It's definitely great thinking. It's just, I mean, the Cubs are going to be a bad team. Are they, are they going to want to waste any of his service time? And that's what we don't know. So, well, exactly. That, that, that's a big question mark, but at the same point in time, how many fans are they going to draw for Jason Hayward bobblehead night? Yeah, I mean, Jason. Yeah, I know. I hear you, Jason Hayward. You know, look, he yeah. uh, he won. He helped in a significant way win the Cups at World Series. So yes, I he think did. he's always going to have bobblehead night. At least he should, right? I mean, he was <laughs> the one during the rain delay, Timmy. That quiet Jason Hayward, apparently, and this was multiple reports from multiple players. He stood up and fired everybody up. They came out after that yep. rain delay and they won. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that yeah. was how many? How many years ago? Is, you know, it, I don't know. Is that worth two hundred million dollars? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing with Davis is, I don't know how long they can hold him back. Okay, like last year he started at high A, but only you know, twenty eight at bats. They moved him up to double A. Played most of the season at double A last year, 266 at bats, and had a decent season. 13 home runs, six stolen bases, 367 OBP. Well, he finished the year at triple A, got in 56 at bats. Okay, four homers, good solid contact skills, 397 OBP. You know, how long will they keep him down? I guess is the question. Yeah. He's already he's already got a got a few weeks in at triple a so i think for half a season we see him yep timmy let's take another break get back let's talk sleepers and i'm going to equate jason hayward to abraham lincoln speechless tim is speechless let's talk about medi-cal you have a choice and molina makes it easy so let's talk about making your life easier about extra help to manage your health nobody knows medi-cal better than molina visit meetmolinaca.com let's talk today amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com let's talk about medi-cal you have a choice and molina makes it easy especially when it comes to the care you need so let's talk about you 
about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Nothing. I, I got no reaction from you, Tim. No, no, I, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so, uh, Lori and I are watching on the History Channel, Timmy, a just a wonderful biography on Abraham Lincoln. It's done mm-hmm. by a woman who wrote a book, written a lot of biographies, and it's very, very compelling. Um, and besides the History Channel, like showing you as many commercials as content, that's the thing that's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abraham Lincoln, obviously, maybe the greatest U.S. president ever. I mean, you can make the yeah. debate, but he's in the team photo, Timmy. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore. He's on the Mount Rushmore. So, um, but in watching the biography, he made a lot of mistakes. I mean, he really did. I mean, he was way in over his head, particularly early in his presidency. Um, he kept a General McCullough, I think his name was, who was no good. And he kept him in way too long. But when he got down to it, Timmy, he had the courage to keep the union together and to emancipate the slavery. And that's in the end, that was the that was the thing. And many most people probably would have never had that courage to do that. And that's why he is who he is, just like Jason Hayward didn't have a great career with the Cubs. He had some moments over his head a lot of time but when it came down to that one point he stepped up and he did it and he'll always be remembered just like abraham lincoln is remembered as you know a great president if not the greatest president that's my equation i think there's a life lesson in there somewhere timmy i don't know where it is but it's in there somewhere yeah i thought you might have said that uh you know lincoln is renowned for being on the penny right okay (laughs) you can take the analogy from there, okay, on Hayward. <laughs> That's right. It's just, it, by the way, if you're looking for television programs, if you can endure the commercials, yeah. it is remarkable to me, just remarkable. Rem- yeah, I watch, I, a lot of his, I watch a lot of the History Channel. I really yeah. do. Well, I, it's I like on the there. Yeah, Two the only thing I find is the news is awful old usually, but <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. Here we go. All right, Timmy, um, we're looking for we're looking for some sleepers. Um, Give me five or six. Five or six? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the first one, okay, is uh, this This one is easy, easy peasy, this one. Uh, I just have to find out how much higher I, I ranked him than the masses because, you know, this guy has got a Hall of Fame potential, okay? He could be a star this year, and... We don't even know it. And that's at 149, uh, Elliot Ramos. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, you knew that was coming. Yeah, okay. I mean, do you really think that he could get some playing time this year? Yeah, I think he could. Interesting. Okay. Uh, everybody's, you know, written Leo D. Tavares off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I haven't quite yet. Interesting. That's a good yeah. call. Yeah, that's, that's one that sort of intrigues me. Yeah, you, you look at Pittsburgh and... What about Travis Swaggerty? He was hurt a good part of last season. Mm-hmm. So, but that's, I mean, Pittsburgh needs players. 
Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the counting stats, but Stephen Kwan's interesting in Cleveland. Love Stephen Kwan. Little guy. Mm-hmm. He's a little guy, but he can really, really hit. And there's some interesting tools there. That's a good call by you. Yeah, and, and moving up the list a little bit. Yeah, hey, there's no doubting that Drew Waters has some serious flaws in his game. Mm-hmm. But do the Braves give him a look? And with a look, you never know, right? It's awfully crowded there, Tim. One of the guys that I like an awful lot, uh, and again, uh, he's at 112, and I think he gets the opportunity to play every day, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if he is on my labor team when tonight is said and done, because labor's an interesting league in that once you finish the draft, you can't add any prospects to your team until after they're called up. Okay. Hmm, Interesting. Yeah, no. Once once the draft is over, you can you can draft anybody you want, but after the draft, they have to have one at bat or a third of an inning pitch before you can pick them up. So if you're going to do your speculating, I like doing a lot of speculating on my in my reserve slot simply because it's an opportunity for me to get somebody I think is going to be there at a draft slot price. And this guy will be on my team tonight if things shake down, right? And that's Kyle Isbell in Kansas City. What about Riley Green? Is he a guy that's also on your team? Uh, If I can get him after the 15th round, yes. You think he will be drafted? Yes. I, I can see the potential for somebody moving early on Riley Green. I don't know how early. He's definitely a target. Uh, and I just I just pray that whatever happens, I don't have an internet crash because I've already loaded my queue with about 120 names, and it's all of the hidden players, all the ones at the bottom of the list, all the ones I like. So if I ever go on auto, I'm going to have the goofiest-looking team you ever mm, did see. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> give me one more, Tim. One more? Okay. Uh, it could be a it could be a guy that we've already discussed, by the way. Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to give you a, a guy that we really haven't discussed, but he might have himself a job, and that's Connor Joe in Colorado. Interesting. Uh, again, a, a full time job, full time opportunity. Uh, he, he's a sort of guy we haven't talked about a lot, but and he's down the list a little bit, but. Uh, I think I think the kid's got some talent, and I think Colorado's going to give him the opportunity to play. All that, all that counts, right? It surely does. Um, couple. Who are you of, looking at? Um. Well, I think I've a lot of the guys I've already discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me see. Late here, I do like Kyle Isbell. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I do not think Brendan Davis sees much time. It's just my opinion. Okay. Um, you know a guy that intrigues me who's probably just about ready, but he falls into that Brennan Davis kind of um, team is terrible, why burn any service time, is Alec Thomas. But yes. if he gets caught, he's going to make Tim McLeod's waiver wire. So he's another interesting guy as well. Yeah, uh, I was what, 55 slots lower. I'm not as bullish on Thomas getting the call as I am uh, some of the other kids. Eh? Interesting. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. 
uh, actually when it's that's another name that was not uh, that was duplicated. So mm-hmm. you you're actually he his ADP is one thirty seven. So oh, so I'm actually bullish. <laughs> you're actually slightly bullish on that. Okay. Um, let's see somebody else. Yeah, Nelson Velasquez had a great fall league. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he did. I, Stephen Kwan is a guy I wish I would have gotten on my NFBC team. I don't think I did. I just liked other guys a little bit better. Um, He's probably out there as a free agent, but that doesn't help you at this stage. No, it doesn't. Um, You know, I I think that's it. So it's disappointing to see Oscar Mercado down at 175, Tim. Mm -hmm. It's warranted. but uh, At some point in time, he has to deliver, and we haven't seen that point in time. Yeah, there's Akiyama all the way down there at 189. That was a a Tim McLeod favorite. He yeah, was, he's no Seiya Suzuki. He was well. He was Seiya Suzuki a couple of years ago. So, <laughs> FYI, all right, ouch, ouch. <laughs> all right. Ouch. Uh, nitro. Where's my nitro? All right. <laughs> Another quick. Uh, I've got a few more questions for Tim, and then we're going to get out of here. Running a few minutes late, Timmy. I apologize. Not a problem. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Rapid questions here, Tim, and then uh, we're going to get through it. Uh, give me a player. Should we do top 10? Let's do top 15. Give me two players in the top 15 now who will not be there next this time next year. Uh, top 15? Mm-hmm. Uh, Starling Marte. Wow. I was actually looking at him. That's interesting. Tell me, tell me more. Why? Well, you know, you start looking at at Marte, and he's no spring chicken, is he? Nope. Uh, not anywhere close to being a, a spring chicken. You look at the stolen base numbers. Okay. Yeah, he had he had a big year last year. Huge. Uh, you know, between both teams, forty-seven people are paying for forty-seven. What happens if uh, heading into his age 
34 season, we see a, a drop off in those stolen bases. Yeah, it, you know, and you end up with 10 home runs and 25 stolen bases. That does warrant a top 15 pick, in my opinion. Give me one more, Tim. I one think I knew, more. I think I know who you're going to pick. Yeah, it's I. I got to go with Whit Merrifield. Yep. Thought yeah, it might I, be. I thought it might be Aaron Judge. Well, no, I, I, I think, I think two, three years from now, Judge will still have that same potential. But he could fall off the list easily if he has a, a season where he doesn't get in 500, you know, 500 plus plate appearances. But I think if you're looking at a natural progression, Whit Merrifield is a guy that could fall fall out of that that list very easily. Could one of them be Michael Trout? No. Okay. I'm looking at Fernando Tatis, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, Bryce Harper, Kyle Tucker, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. Do any of those guys fall out of the top 15? Is there any chance? Well, I know there's always a chance, but yeah. a, a reasonable chance that any of those guys fall out. Yes, if Mookie Betts doesn't run. Interesting. Okay. I think, yeah. You know, even if he stays stays healthy, twenty five home run bat with five stolen bases. What what interest level is that going to get you? It's not yeah. going to be top fifteen, right? Yeah, that is correct. So Timmy, give I just, me. You could say the same about uh, about Robert. What yeah. happens if he if he hits two ten and yeah. hits fifteen home runs and steals uh, 15, 15 bases again? Yeah, it 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 could happen. That is correct. So let me let me quickly. Oh, I was going to do it. Give me um, two guys, Timmy, that will replace uh, Starling Marte and uh, Whit Merrifield. Oh, that that is a real real tough one. But I'm 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 bullish on both these players. So I'm going to go with Jared Kelenic as being one. Wow. And I'm torn on the second one between a couple players. One being Akil Badu, mm-hmm. who I think has has a potential to end up as a as a top fifteen player, and the other one is Riley Green. Wow, Tim is all on a Riley Green. That's amazing. Yeah, Tim- I'm all I'm all in on both on both those players. I, I what happens if Badu this year goes twenty thirty? That gets him a top 15 spot, doesn't it? And there will be turnover, Timmy, because last year, you know what your top 15 was last year? I'd love to hear it. Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. Right. All four still studs. Christian Mm -hmm. Yelich, Cody Bellinger. Yep. Bryce Harper, Whit Merrifield, Kyle Tucker, George Springer, Marcelo Suna, who nobody would have thought he would have had what he had. Charlie Blackman, Tim. <laughs> that 12. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. That one hurts. The, and, yeah. and Tim's one of Tim's guys, uh, Michael Conforto, Eloy Jimenez, and Starling Marte. So if I look, Bellinger. So I didn't do too bad. So one, two. Uh, I'm going to say George Springer is close. He could be, he could be top yeah. 15. Marcelo Zuna, four. Charlie Blackman, five. Michael Conforto. So a third of those guys are not in your top 15 this year. So I'm there happy, will be turnover. I'm happy with that result. Uh, but it's I, going to be turn. I guess my point is there's going to be turnover. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. And based on the fickleness of the 
of the masses, as we've seen this year, it doesn't take very much to cause somebody to be downshifted on, right? Correct. And I, look, I, in a big way. I, I love Cedric Mullins. I'm a proud yeah. – uh, I rostered him on several teams. I'm very proud of that, Timmy. Yeah. But, I, you know, if you told me that last year was a fluke, I'd be disappointed but not shocked. No, I think Cedric Mullins, he could go 30-30 again. He could also go 10-30, couldn't he? Yeah, I think the speed's going to be there unless he gets hurt. Yeah. And then that's that's unfair to penalize him for that. I think the difference between this list and last year's list, if I'm looking at it, there's not any older players there. And Michael Trout might be the oldest guy in, in your top 15. No, Starling Marte. Oh, Starling Marte and Whit Merrifield, right. But those yeah. are Whit Merrifield and Starling Marte were the two that you thought would come out. So it's interesting. They're the older players. The, the older players, yeah. At some point in time, Father Time catches up with everybody. And as far as Mullins is concerned, hey, Baltimore has no reason to give them the red light, do they? So I, I would be shocked if uh, a healthy Cedric Mullins doesn't steal 30 bases. I want to say another Twitter I saw with uh, the amount of stolen bases this year versus 2000, I think it was 2012 or something. It was remarkable to me. It's like decreased by 50% or some crazy number like that. It's It's just, it's yeah. And uh, talking with all the baseball executives that I talked to, they, they don't talk about, they talk about speed again, moving from first to third and, you know, second to home. That's where they talk about speed or speed in the app. They don't talk about speed from a stolen base standpoint. And the big thing of that is they, they don't want to take the risk. One of that, the metrics prove out that it's better to keep the guy on base than risk him getting thrown out. And two, the injury factor. And it's not, yeah. it's not a big part of the baseball game. So if fantasy baseball is trying to mimic regular baseball, should there be some changes with stolen bases? Oh, uh, but what do you replace it with? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the the magical question, you know. And let, let's face it: when you look at our game mm-hmm. uh, right now, my guess would be, and it's just a guess, that we see that we have less than thirty percent of uh, twelve, fifteen team leagues, less than thirty percent using OBP. Okay, that's just my gut feeling on it. I I don't have anything to support it, but how long has it taken? to move on OBP, how long has it taken to look at the saves category, okay, and start introducing holds into the mix? If you start looking at changing the speed component based on what we know and have seen on some of the moves with regards to other categories, I'm not going to live long enough to see that happen, Rich, and yeah. I'm hoping I could live another 20 years. I, it's just going to be a very slow, drawn-out process. Uh, agreed, Timmy. That is a wrap, my friend. Great stuff. Yes. Uh, hour and 20 minutes. We went 20 minutes longer than I'd wanted to, but, Tim, it is what it is. So uh, you're picking cool. third You're picking third tonight with Labor, yes. so good luck with that. Who are your three guys? Um, I'm going to get one of Fernando Tatis Jr., Trey Turner, or Juan Soto. Awesome. That's awesome. one of those three. Yeah. And Tim ruled out Jose Ramirez, I guess, would be another option that you would throw in there. But it's hard yes. to disagree with those three guys. Yes. And I'll be flying the Prospect 361 
flag very proudly. It's nice to it's nice to see that banner up on the draft board, Rich. It really is. It I'm is. very proud of that fact. And I thank you for the opportunity to represent your fine site. Oh, that's that, perfectly. Thank not, you for doing that. Question for you. If you do pick Fernando Tatis Jr., which you probably won't, but let's say you do, would you play him at right. short or outfield? Um... I would have to – it gives me the flexibility. I would have to see who's available with my second and third picks. Mm-hmm. And I'd make the decision at that point in time. But having that flexibility is a nice option. It really is. You can work your way through the draft knowing you can move him in either one or two directions to benefit how the overall draft board shakes down. You know, if you start seeing the short shortstops getting thin, uh, hey, move him into shortstop. Okay, if you get an opportunity to pick up the right shortstop, well, use them in the outfield. It it all depends on how the board shakes down for me. Awesome. Good luck, Timmy. We'll, we'll talk about it on Sunday. We'll dissect. Well, no, we'll be doing our mock draft, so I'm not sure when we're going to dissect your labor draft, but uh, we'll, we'll be doing that in a future episode. Can't wait to see how you do, Timmy. Be well. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, Rich. Be well, my friend. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.